Downton Abbey. After years of not wanting to talk, Carson finally came to terms with Charlie Grigg, and they parted ways happily. And that's over. Mary inherited all of her son's shares and is now a proper part owner of Downton. Edith is still trying to make things work with this uh, soon-to-be German Gregson, and Robert is still trying to overstep his boundaries. What happens this week? Well, let's find out on the Lords of Grantham podcast. You got to know when to hold up, know when to fold up, know when to walk away, and know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. There'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done. And hello, hello. Hey, we're back. We're back. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of surprised we're actually doing this today. I know. It's Monday. I know. Uh, as of this recording, because, uh, well, tomorrow is voting on Tuesday here in, in America, the States. Yeah. Yep. So that's why I'm in town to, to vote. Uh, ideally, I would not like to be here. Uh, but voting is that important. Yeah. Yeah. By yeah. the time this podcast airs, it will be irrelevant. Mm-hmm. We'll have a new governor of Connecticut. Say bye to Dan Malloy. Yep, yep, moving on. <laughs> to all of our international <laughs> listeners, our governor's not great. And no, I don't, I don't, no think, don't live here. <laughs> we don't have great options either, but by yeah. the time this airs and I've edited it, we'll know who it is. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like you do that Simpsons episode with the Super Bowl. Where it's like, the, you know my favorite team is that, and then he holds the mug over his mouth, Atlanta Falcons. Oh, yeah, yeah, just insert random <laughs> Bob Stefanowski. Name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ned Lamont. Yeah. Well, uh, good luck to them. Yeah. Take care of our taxes for us, please. Yeah, no tolls. Yeah. But uh speaking of tolls, yeah. And running, yeah, over bridges. Yeah. You ran the New York Marathon yesterday. I did. I finally did it. Uh I mentioned it a few times in this podcast. Well, you alerted uh me to something recently that I, maybe our fans were aware of. I, I wasn't. Um I actually didn't even get a chance to watch this thing. Yeah. It was Downton Wars? Is that what it's called? I think so, yeah. And Tom Barrow, the actor. Rob James Collier. He did this thing as a way to raise money for... What was it? I forget. It was he, a- he, so he did the London Marathon in 2015. It was, I think, for ALS, maybe. He, he was raising uh, funds for uh, for a charity. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or is it multiple sclerosis? One of those things. But but he So he made these videos that were Star Wars themed that took place... At the manor with actors from Downton Abbey. Yeah, there's two of them. Yeah. And I started to watch, and I thought, because there's that that video from the set mm-hmm. of the Dowager with the lightsaber. Yeah. We didn't know where that came from. No, Is that from that? It has to be. Because I, I breezed through, and I didn't come across the Dowager. Maybe I didn't pay enough attention. So yeah, yeah. if Downton Wars has that, just tweet us and say, like, hey, you should. If you've seen these Downton Wars, mm-hmm. you know, we'll watch them for next week. But if you don't think we should, tell us. Yeah. So so he he made these videos to help raise money for his entry into the London Marathon. Yeah, because he really needed help. Well, you know, charity, I guess. Uh, so I I took the next step and was like, how well did he do? How well did Rob James Collier do in the 2015 London Marathon? So I, I looked it up. He did it in four hours and 43 minutes. Or not F- four? No, three hours and 43 minutes. Pardon me. Three hours and 43 minutes. Mm-hmm. Good time. That's, that's actually a very solid running time. Yeah, for a guy who, you know, he's an actor. Yeah, does he work out? We don't know. He, I don't know. Tom Sparrow, he's he's pretty. He looks like he's in shape. 
Oh, definitely. But uh, I, I, I put out a challenge on our Instagram to you know, say, like, I, I want to beat his time in the New York Marathon. I want to see if I can do the 26.2 miles faster than Thomas Barrow. He has to be defeated. Um, so now I can reveal I did not beat his time. He came close. <laughs> 16 minutes, is it's, it's a lot in running, though. <laughs> um, it's 26.2 miles, though. Yeah. You yeah, came a lot closer than a lot of people. Also, New York is known to be a, a tougher course than London. Oh, uh uh-oh. Yeah, so I'm just going to say this. I am going to run the London Marathon one day. It's one of the world major marathons, and I'm going to beat Thomas Barrow's time. I'm going to beat Rob James Collier's time. And he'll be at the finish line, and he'll stab you. (laughs) Or he'll blackmail you or something. Oh, no, he's going to be at the finish line. I'm going to be like, you bastard. You bastard. (laughs) You made me do this. You made me run this race. Come to London to just like writhe in pain for hours. (laughs) It hurts so much, guys. Today it hurts so much, um, but yeah, you know, it, I, I I ran the marathon for myself, kind of. You know, I, I did the whole entry and everything. I didn't run for a charity, but I'd run for a charity. If you it, listener fans, if you want to see me beat Thomas Barrows the time, help me. I, I'll I'll put up a charity, and I will. The charity is this podcast. Help <laughs> us pay. <laughs> yeah, pay my way into the race and then beat Thomas Barrows the time. Yeah, that'll it'll happen. I, I think it could happen. Yeah, I don't think I could do this by next spring, but by London 2020, I guarantee you I will beat Rob James Collier's time. Wow, that's a guarantee. You heard it here first. I guarantee that. This I, is this is riveting. This is breaking news. Hot yeah, off the presses. Yeah, I did 359 yesterday, right under 4 hours, and I That's a good good starting pace to I was I was a better than uh 51% of the people in my age demographic and gender. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. what? How old is he, Rob? He, he was Collier. thirty-eight when he ran it. Thirty-eight? Yeah. Wow. In he's twenty fifteen. So yeah, he, he's older yeah. than I thought he was. Yeah, Thomas is—he's not a spry chicken. Wow. <laughs> so, so he's in his forties now. Yeah, it means he's—he's he's probably more of an even even match for Bates in a fight. Yeah, that's true. He'd, <laughs> he'd kill Bates though in a real fight. You think? Yeah, I def- think Bates is a brawler. He would take him down. <laughs> We don't know. We've never. Well, Barrow does it. He he gets punched out by Bates, right? Yeah. That's really it. He gets thrown up against the wall by him pretty easily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe 50, maybe 50. one day. Maybe that's what the movie will be. <laughs> just two hours of fighting. <laughs> yeah. Just this this brawl that just goes on in the background of the whole movie. Yeah. That reminds me. We need to do a mixed match challenge soon. Yeah. What well, Survivor Series is a week from Sunday, right? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we'll well that'll come up soon because that's when the mixed match challenge. And we have a final. Whole, whole cast of new characters to add to mixing and matching and everything. Yeah, and we have our retired champions, which is Sybil and Bates. Yep. So they're not well. <laughs> Sybil's not competing. Period. But yeah, Bates Bates is on the shelf. Yeah. But uh, I guess we gotta get to this episode, right? Yeah. A, a nice another what forty eight minute episode. Was it nice? Not nice. Not yeah, nice. no, no. To answer that question that we always have, was this a good episode? I think we can agree. No. This is a tough episode. This is not a good episode. This I would a tough, 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 tough episode. Yeah, if to people watch. Are, again, if people want to be introduced to get, uh, Downton Abbey, don't do it with this episode. No, not at all. No, this is real. This is a rough watch. Should we get to the, the drama first? Yeah, that was. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Anna. Well, there's this big party at, at Downton. Oh, yeah. It was mentioned last week by Edith when she was like, Grigson, you can come on down. You know, we're, we're going to have a big old party. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't know. And now we see the party and it's a lot of people showing yeah. up. And, and uh, Lord Grantham at one point is like, it's good to see Downton running at full force. Like, this is what yeah, we're made to the do. banner is. Yeah, yeah. 
So there's this guy, Lord Gillingham, there mm-hmm. with his uh, weird little servant. Yeah, Mr. Green. Mr. Green? I just I know they keep calling him Gillingham because yeah. you always call the people their master's names when they're in another house. Oh. As we found out in um, Scotland, in the right, Highlands. Right, that's right, right, right. Uh, so this is a really, this is like, mm-hmm. there's something going on with this story from the get, and you're kind of forced to pick sides as a viewer. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, he, he, like clearly he like fancies Anna. And um, Bates, yeah, Mr. Bates is like putting a kibosh down on every corner. He says to Anna something about him gets his goat. <laughs> you know that that that's how you know something's amiss. But uh, the, at the same time, it's like Anna's having fun. Yeah, they're all having fun. This guy seems like a good spirited young. He's man. playing card games with everyone downstairs. They all seem to like him. Mm-hmm. It's clear that he he has he likes Anna. It's not clear how much he does though, because this episode takes a hard left turn with about five minutes left. This show does a really not great job of like really leaving you hurt. Mm-hmm. Did it with Matthew. Sybil, not quite as hard because there's a lot of mourning after that. Yeah, yeah. But this, man. So this guy, after after all this stuff where Bates is like, like no, like mm-hmm. you're not, you know, he's like. Oh, he shuts down Anna at one point. Like, are you you're too caught up in this to not know that Pat Moore is ill or whatever? And like. <laughs> Yeah, that's another plot we'll get to later, I guess. And then but, the guy, the guy's like, "Is that old cripple really keep you happy?" And she's like, "Yeah, he does." And then the guy, is it, is it he guy rapes no, her? He, he, yeah, he rapes her. No, yeah. it's, it's insane. It's insane. And then, and then they, I, it feels so. I don't know. Just, they, oh, this is. T- we'll get more. There, there's an opera singer, and it keeps cutting from the opera singer. Yeah, singing loudly to like drown out the sounds of this going on. It's like, oh, come on. This and is then just... they show the guy walk into the the buttoning up his shirt, and then Anna's all like broken down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hughes is like, she tells Hughes, but makes Hughes swear to secrecy. Yeah, yeah. But Bates already knows something is wrong. He he knows that, that something happened. But the real kicker. Is like the Mr. Green is going to leave, and he's like, "So long, Mr. Bates and Mrs. Bates," and she's so stuck that she has to keep the norm up. She's like, "So long, Mr. Gilliam." So awful. It's terrible. Yeah, this yeah. is awful. Like this just comes out of nowhere. It's like, okay, there's no di- uh, drama going on with Bates and uh, Anna. Well, here's how you make some drama here. Yep. And it's like, God, come on. This is just horrible like Anna Anna is the most lovable character on the show full stop you just can't help but like her because she's just a wonderful person to do this to her is just despicable I think like for just from Julian Fellows like come on man couldn't you find another way to make yeah. drama happen this and, is and the guy terrible. like the guy like beats her up before like we see yeah. him like slap her around it, like it's, it's disgusting it's bad it's this it's is tough I think that I can see why viewers started to like <laughs> be a little harder on and down after uh, season three, especially having to go, after going through the whole Matthew business. Like mm-hmm. this is just, come on, come on, man. And what's uh, perhaps the most depressing part of this whole thing is Lord Gillingham is sticking around. Yeah. This is a character that is being is he... set up to be something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause we're already moving on to like what seems to be the next big thing is like Mary's next bow. Is it gonna be? Is it gonna be this Lord Gilliam guy? I feel like this episode does a really good job of you're like this seems a little soon, but yeah. then they start just you see their relationship, mm-hmm. 
and they're just kind of chatting about life and he gives her advice about the estate. Yeah. And yeah. no, so this Lord Gilliam guy, I guess he was friends with Anna or Mary when she was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did she say? Something like you never had the time for three yeah, annoying he was, girls. Yeah. He was when... tired of three little girls, mm-hmm. um, and, but they're catching up and it seems like they're okay. They go for a horse ride. No one wants to join them. And he gives her tax advice, which is the best way to win over a woman, if you ask me. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you know, if you can give out solid tax advice. That's a good thing to have on your Tinder profile. <laughs> yeah, it goes a long Knows way. Knows a little bit about taxes. <laughs> yeah. But, the, you know, it's it's like he has a suitor, or a, a, a he's an, or a woman. He's going to get married to some. Mm-hmm. Other, and yeah. then he, they and you know, they have a really nice little thing going where it doesn't seem forced and it doesn't seem necessarily romantic as much as it's just a relationship yeah well, it seems like a friendship that's making them both happy yeah yeah and knowing doubt and it will get romantic but I, it very well could be just platonic if they played it right but they won't no because they're dancing already together yeah which i thought was nice because like mary didn't want to dance because she's like i gotta hang out with my grandma and the grandma's like well if you don't want to dance just say so yeah like don't <laughs> use me as an excuse yeah 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 but and- then she doesn't dance long Nope, because the gramophone comes out. Yeah, where did you find it? It's Matthew's gramophone. And we all know the gramophone. That's what Mary and Matthew sang along to uh, when they yep, yep. Uh, had that recital. Right before Lavinia died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, she's upset. And then Gillum gives like the most, like, come on <laughs> to like Lady Rose. Like, yeah, there's some moments there where G- Gillingham, Gillingham's not quite uh, cognizant of the uh, the widower status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the widow status, not a widower. That's a you know, Branson's a widower. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, come on, Rose. No, not a, not no. a very deep plot there, but a nice little laying the seeds of something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gillingham seems like a good dude. Yeah, he seems like solid. Mister Green, no, no, not at all. But uh, I I did like uh, Mary's one comment. It was like she's not sure who she's more in mourning for, Matthew or herself, when she was with Matthew, because it kind of gets it like. Well, she is a little bit self-centered, but like you know, it, for what reasons exactly? You know, mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was nice. Uh, who else is at the manor? Who else is visiting? There's this Lady Raven they keep referring. to. Yeah, they to. keep referring to, but I'm like, wh- which one is Lady Raven? Yeah, I, I don't know because she lives north of the park in a, a dingy house, and, and Carson notes how sad that is. But it's like, what what is north of the park exactly? Yeah, what is Carson? Who's Carson to make that claim? He's just in service. Yeah, you don't live north of the park. You live below the. Yeah, you the, live the, the downstairs, park. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what you call it? So they uh, they're over they're understaffed for this whole event. Yeah. Well. Uh, Pat Moore is just stressing over all the food having to be made for this whole thing, uh, and this leads to her actually fainting. And uh, we've we've experienced this before. <laughs> Carson yeah. did this. Yeah, yeah. They they just get overwhelmed. These people are so <laughs> beholden to their their, yeah, their yeah, masters. Yeah, it, it's it's a repetitive plot, but it's probably very realistic. Yeah, like people are just too enslaved in their jobs. It's so... And who comes to help save the day? <laughs> I'm here to save the day. Thompson? Alfred. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how many times they've shown in the show Mosley running up to the manor out of breath trying to like suit up or something get like a bike man yeah right well, i guess he can't afford he probably sold it there's too, too many times they've been in a pension needed mosley to show up this is really depressing for mosley yeah because they're like you know like i i was legit like rooting for Mo- i was like ah oh, nice mosley's back and he's like this is below my skill set yeah well at the beginning of the episode we see him as a delivery boy yeah uh, <laughs> y- y- yeah uh and he looks exhausted there uh but yeah they they need a hand because why why do they need a hand because they lost a hand. 
Yeah, and the du- one of the dumbest, most poorly choreographed sequences in in fictional television history. <laughs> oh, break it down. What is that? He's they're throwing so, something. Well, no. So there's a jar of jelly. Oh yeah, Evie, oh, it's, war- it's so dumb. Ivy can't open it. Daisy can't open it. Alfred, Alfred can't nope. open it. But Jim James says, "Oh yeah, I can open it." And, and then he, he open and he opens it. Yeah, and he starts tossing it around with the lid off. Why would you toss a jar of jelly or jam with the lid off to begin with? And then he immediately drops it, and then he falls backwards. I don't know how you fall backwards when you juggle something in the air and you fail to catch it. Like, you don't fall backwards to try and then retrieve it. And then he gets up, he's like, ugh, yeah. leave me alone. And Pat Moore calls him Mr. Clever Clogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he says, my bloody... So he tries to lift a tray and he can't because of his bloody wrist. No curse word, says Pat Moore, because bloody's a curse yeah, word. Yeah. But uh, he can't lift the tray. Uh, so they need it. They need to call in from the dugout. What, I just can't imagine what world where you hit your hurt your wrist that bad you can't lift a tray. Like what? Were you, how did that? Happen? Yeah, that it's not a break. Like where are you between? Like oh, I'm I, like I scraped myself to like I have you know my wrist is broken that he can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny. Cora even hears word about James and she asks Carson, "Is he going to be okay?" And Carson, this, this James. Yeah, like he's who, a lot. Yeah, who cares? Um, and then also, well, at first he's like, Barrow, we need you to take this upstairs. And Barrow's like, this is below me. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's all there is to that. Uh, but Mosley shows up and yeah, he'll have to be a footman instead of a butler. And, uh, you know, this is below him and it, uh-huh. it is pretty demeaning, this, you know, but hey, maybe but everyone's always like complimenting. Hey, Mr. Mosley, good to see you. Hopefully this leads to more work. You know, maybe this is the beginning of his hot streak. Maybe. Yeah. Well, the, I don't know. You you can't make any claims about Mosley after I, two I weeks. Ago. I know, I know, I know. We'll we'll see, we'll see. What about other help in the house? Uh, Braithwaite is a uh, getting a little bold again. Yeah, without she, Tom Barrow. Yeah, she approaches Branson, uh, and she she says, "I wonder why we haven't spoken, you know, since we came back." What do you expect? <laughs> this character's terrible. Yeah, she's so one note. She's like, you made a move on this guy while he was shirtless. Yep. And she's like, I know we can't get lunch at the pub again. And I, I it's, yeah. It's bad for Branson. Mm-hmm. Bad for Branson. Yeah. Because she's manipulating his emotions. Yeah. No, it's not fair because he, he, you see his, his, he's conflicted in this episode. Like he doesn't, he feels like he doesn't belong with like this um, Duchess he's talking to and stuff, mm-hmm. and just this whole party. Which I feel like we've gotten past this already. I feel like we've hit this beat before. But I feel like this is the most Downton Downton has been since he's been there. Yeah, that's and true. And it's way more formal than it ever has been for any of his. Yeah, he's, you know, he's kind of frustrated with like Grantham when like Grantham's like, "You got to entertain all day," and he's like, "Can I just do two hours of like looking at the farm and then you can have me for whatever whatever you want?" Like he's just like. But I, I feel like there's a mix of like expectations and then Branson. And and Lord or, uh, yeah, Lord Grantham, just kind of being on the same level where it's like this is a lot for us to do. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. There's a moment where like uh, Robert goes to drink and Brant's just standing there alone, <laughs> and it's like, dang man, he you're you definitely feel out of out of place. But after Grantham leaves the room, what does Branson say to himself? Do any of you ever leave school? And I just like, what does that even mean? Who who are you, Branson? Like, it's like this little soliloquy for himself, and it's like, what are they, what are you what are you talking about, man? Uh, but then Braithwaite sneaks him a uh, whiskey, and he's like, this is a big glass. 
and mm. he he drinks it like he's got the whole thing in his hand and he like tips it back like he's <laughs> he's getting drunk tonight <laughs> yeah yeah um not with Edna though not yet nope nope she keeps no she's really you know like she she talks to him but she doesn't really do anything like bad this no episode. but they do do the thing where like after she does that they show her in the shadows smiling like grim reminds me of like the um, the ba- uh, Batman Forever when Batman sneaks a kiss and he turns to the camera in the dark and just grins. <laughs> it's so, so, so she's Batman. Yeah, she's 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 up to something. She's getting one over on the her. Is that, who's who's the girl? Is that who's the girl in that movie? Nicole Kidman and oh, Val that's Kilmer. A good one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the seminal Batman. That's <laughs> my favorite Batman. Um, we see Clarkson hanging out with Isabel this episode. He it's, helps Pat more. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And and they ask him like, "You want to see Nellie? Uh, uh, Nellie Melba." Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I'm not one to do this, but yes. Uh, <laughs> He's like, oh, what a perfect timing for me to have to help a, a sick person. Yeah. I get a free opera concert. Similar to Mosley. Anytime like, uh, Clarkson shows up, everyone's like, hey, we should have you more around more often. <laughs> it's like that guy that walks in the party, and everyone's like, oh, you, what's yeah. up, man? Yeah, oh, you know me. <laughs> um, yeah, so Nellie Malba is coming to the house to sing. She's part of the entertainment. She is the entertainer. She is the entertainer. Well, her and an accompanist who we really never, they never find out about yeah. the pianist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, Grantham calls it an expensive uh, way to have fun. But uh, you can see Cora is the one who drove this to happen. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, like Carson isn't crazy over her either. He doesn't get it. Yeah, and they think what the norm is that the talent should just sort of associate with the staff. Yeah, the, yeah, the servants. <laughs> so they're gonna have her do dinner with them and everything and as soon as Cora hears this she's Cora's like, like no we have a world famous opera singer Robert that's way that sounds way too much like her <laughs> she had I mean, the cadence is uh she speaks like there's like an exclamation point after every word that she says it's funny because you know when she was like really mad at Robert after the Sybil stuff like she never got like this <laughs> this is like like playful mad like yeah this is a married couple that like things are going pretty well right now mm-hmm so, yeah, you know, like this is just bickering. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, she's there in the house, Nellie Malva singing, I and then she's like, and she will sit next to you. Yeah, and Robert's it, like, me. And then he blames Carson for like getting him into this. <laughs> he goes, I blame you for this. And Carson's like, mm. <laughs> and then we see Grantham and her at dinner, and they're just, you know, they're fine. Well, she's like, I really like this wine, and he's like, he literally says to this world famous mm-hmm. opera singer, he goes. This will be easier than I thought. Yeah, yeah. That would yeah. be like if someone sat you down next to like, I don't know, some some artist that isn't like a, a field you don't know anything about. Yeah, and you were like, oh, we have something in common. Whew! I didn't <laughs> yeah. think you know. It, oh, you like we, food too? Oh, wow! It's like, what do you know? Like interesting people. <laughs> people have hobbies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when they show the Nelly Melba concert, I'm like. I hate opera music. Yeah, I'm not, it's not not a thing for me. I, I went once uh, to the opera and uh, I appreciate it, but I, I'm not gonna make myself a th- make it a thing for myself. And there's a recurring uh, poker game well, we'll plot get, here. Yeah, and, and during well, Nelly Melba's concert, mm-hmm. well, it's part of four the whole, people just get up and leave. Yeah, well, it's part of the whole thing with Edith bringing Grixen uh, to the house. Yeah, so it's in, in this world. Mm-hmm. There's a world famous opera singer. Yeah, and eight. Or five people of the twelve mm-hmm. watching the show just leave. Yeah. Now I, I'm I'm in a band, mm-hmm. and I've played gigs that are just to like fifteen twenty people. Yeah. And when a group of five people leave, 
you, it's really annoying. Yeah, it's rude. It's definitely like, rude. What? Come on, guys. You just, you just got to remember, Nelly Mama's getting paid really well to be there, maybe. So Yeah, but I've seen some famous bands play to small crowds, and they're not happy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's down. But I mean, I guess it is like a house party, so like, yeah. But then we never <laughs> yeah. really... Yeah, that's why you got... Well, that's why you got Pat Moore and Clarkson there as seat fillers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Edith invites Griggs into the house, and so he's trying to meet Grantham. This is another moment where Grantham gets to meet someone else. And he is not trying to hang out with them. Yeah, he's not really feeling it. Because, like, Gregson come, comes over and he like, compliments the library, and then Grantham's like, oh, it's a shame the librarian isn't here to show you around. It's like, wait, Gr- Downton Abbey has a, a, a librarian? What's the payroll for the librarian? Yeah. Well, how is that come a we, living wage? We, how come we've never seen this librarian? Where are they? If it's a living wage, that is insane. Yeah, I wish that's I... the first person you fire. Yeah, you don't you don't need that librarian. Or he's like an old man who does it for fun. Yeah, yeah. Or exactly. that's like what Carson does in retirement. Just li- does librarian work? Yeah. Well, he it's... likes reading the books about the the royal families and stuff. So like that would make sense. But mm-hmm. he's like, oh man, if only my librarian that I got on retainer could just come and hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nope, nope. But he sits down to play at this card game. Uh, with uh, Samson. Samson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Grigson's in there. Uh, Grantham's in there. Is Gilliam in there for a little bit? For one of them? Maybe. There's another guy in there. But Samson cleans up again. Oh, yeah, the guy that's with Lady Rose. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy who's just sort of like... There. Uh, every time they're like... Lady Rose is like, do you guys want to dance? Like, yeah, 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 dude. <laughs> you know me. I love the chicks. <laughs> I love to party, bro. <laughs> That's this guy. He's kind of like the dude, bro, of this party. Whoever his name is, whatever yeah, his name didn't, is. didn't write it down. But Robert is like, yeah, I'll sit down to play the game, you know, just because you know it's a way to entertain the other, be with other men or whatever, and. uh Again, they they hear that Samson's good at cleaning people out, and then he cleans out Grigson and Robert again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because like uh, he Robert has to lie to Cora about it. She's like, "I hate gambling." <laughs> she speaks in the same cadence. I hate like gambling. Who would gamble? Yeah, and Robert's like, "I don't know. I don't, I don't want any part." Of it. <laughs> like, it's a foolish game. Yeah, you just lose your fortunes. And it makes you wonder how much did he lose in that game, Robert? Yeah. Like, they're all so concerned about it. Yeah, we, he's taking IOU notes from everybody. Yeah, because like notoriously, Robert's bad with the money. So I can only imagine what he did in that game. Yeah, like what is what's the high stakes poker game at Downton? Is it like a thousand dollar game? Because it's really not that much in Downton money. No, no, I don't, acres of land maybe. Yeah. <laughs> who, who knows? Mary's hand in marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Grixon asks for another shot with uh, Samson, and, and he's like, "You sure about that?" Gregson's like, yeah. And he cleans him out. He wins. Gregson, he takes his money back. He collects the IOUs that he has on Robert. And everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, he's he's like, let's get, what, what, something happens where he figures out Samson's trick. Yeah, which it isn't really clear what it is. And then it's like, what is he, he's like, if you, if you do this, I'll expose you and your trick and you'll never be able to play a poker game again. Yeah. It's like, what did he do? Yeah, because poker is not that easy of a game just to like have like... One... I thought it was like a fake deck or something. I yeah, like a card up a sleeve. But he doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't reveal it. And uh... Also, as soon as his trick has been figured out, mm-hmm. why doesn't Samson just stop playing? Yeah, right. He continues to let Gregson clean him out. Yeah. I don't know. doesn't make any sense. 
It's so a, then Gregson gives everybody their money back, and he's like, no, 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 that guy was playing. But nobody's ever like, hey, man, you really own this card shark. You deserve yeah. this money. Everyone's like, oh, so you figured out this cheater was cheating. But nobody says it. Yeah, because it seems like he's cheating, but they don't say he's a cheater. Like, if I played a poker game, and I cleaned yeah. out a really good poker player, and he yeah. had also cleaned out all of my friends, I wouldn't be like, here's your buy-in, here's your buy-in. I'd be <laughs> yeah. like, no, I just won a poker game. Yeah, give me, my, give me my money. And at one point, they're like, no, 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 you keep the money. But then he's like, no, like, something was up. So but nobody's like, screw the Samson guy. We're never inviting him to our party again because he just swindled us out of money. They're just yeah. like, huh. Thanks, man. So again, how much money did Robert actually lose to Merritt? And all these other guys. Yeah, to getting their money back. Um, it's funny. So Gregson, uh, as Robert says, he saved our bacon. Yep. And then he he sort of growls at him, but don't tell your mother or whatever. He said, yeah, he like pats Edith on the shoulder. He's like, don't tell mother. Yeah. He's very happy. Like, No, no, he, sound, he sounds like he's growling when he's like, don't tell mother. Uh, yeah, well, to each their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Crazy to see the, the high stakes poker game going on in the house there. I never would expect that down. I guess you know. I mean, gamp- gambling's the thing. Yeah, that's true. I feel like they have everything there. When they're like, "Hey, you want to take a ride tomorrow on the horses?" It's like, "Well, we'll call the stable master." Yeah. yeah the yeah. librarian's like, "Thank God, nobody called me. <laughs> I don't have to work again and get to collect my wages." <laughs> Another day that I have yet to be found out. Yeah. Cousin Matthew, if he was still alive for this, he'd be like, Just, what is he doing? Fire the librarian now. Yeah, it's just <laughs> unnecessary funds. Uh, yeah, how did he get by when Matthew was there? Like, What was he doing during the war when it was a convalescent home? Yeah. Was he like, what? He must, I'd like to get to my library. Maybe he's, a, maybe he's a volunteer librarian. Sometimes there's those things. At Downton? I don't think so. Who knows? I don't think so. The only other side thing that really happened this episode was um, we get some moments with... Uh, Isabel feeling guilty over having fun without Matthew. Like she doesn't want to go to see Nellie Malba because it's like another moment where she'll be forgetting about Matthew. And yeah, she's like, she doesn't feel like she deserves to smile because when she smiles, she thinks about him. And then, yeah, but she shows up. She's there. And she has a nice little moment with Branson at the dinner table where they're both Mm -hmm. kind of commiserating about loss. And then they're like, but you need to move on. Yeah. 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 That's just how it goes. And uh, she's like, she sees Mary kind of talking to Gillingham and she's like this i'm i want her to love again but it's weird for me to be here yeah and it's yeah. like yeah no duh yeah i don't feel for isabel often but in this one i felt for her, for her in that moment mhm it's like you help charlie griggs yeah you know this is you know in this episode can't they make her happier yeah yeah for sure uh i think that covers the major stories of this episode because there wasn't too much crazy stuff. Like we said with the stuff with uh, Mary, you know, it's very just nice relationship stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Taxes, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And as we said, was this a good episode? No. Because again, Anna, the no. Yeah. It's an, interest, it's an interesting episode conceptually, but it doesn't deliver upon its concept because of the rape. As weird as yeah. that is to say. Very weird. Well, I mean, honestly, like, I feel like we've seen this episode already, though, better. Like, the Journey to the Highlands, that seemed like a Downton Abbey kind of party of, like, oh, this is what it's like when they get together and do mm-hmm. this. Here, it just felt, like, kind of rushed in weird ways and just odd to see, like, these, like, this is how they party. They have an opera singer come, they play some poker, and... Uh, it lasts, like, four days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a week long weekend party there. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we never see the babies, little Sibby and George, yeah. or somewhere off with uh, Nanny, Nanny Edna, West. With, with uh, Edna somewhere. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. It's <laughs> some weird. This is, it, it's like, this is just like this weird little life that they got. Yeah, yeah, where really they can just do ref- nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, should we get to the power rankings? Uh, I don't have any other- I have some interesting uh, quotes. Yeah. All right. The, the Dowager says, in regards to Branson being so bad at socializing with these people, she said, Tom's small talk is very small indeed. All right. And then they refer to Gillingham as the glamorous pirate. I don't see it. I don't see it really. Uh, what else do we got? Anything good? Clever clogs. Who's um, who gets called that? Jimmy when he falls. Yeah, yeah. And uh, after Jimmy hurt, it hurts his uh, his wrist. Mm-hmm. Carson says it's high cockalorum. <laughs> A lot of little things. Well, I, I I watched this episode today after the marathon, so I, I haven't been in the proper headspace for a little bit. But uh, yeah, yeah I missed and we, it. You also got when Mister Mosley is a. Uh, like getting his outfit, he says, I'm a beggar, so thusly I cannot, as the proverb says, I cannot be a chooser. And Carson's like, very well. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. And, that's and how Samson right is rather a tyke. <laughs> okay. And what do we have? I just, this is just how I write my notes. Uh, Ivy is sl- slapping it out like a trained seal. Okay. I think it's about the cooking. Yep. And, uh,. During the opera, Mr. Bates says out loud, I wonder what she's doing in regards to Anna. <laughs> oh, come on. It's like, come on, fellows. That's just no. stupid. No. I think it just bears repeating one more time what, this quote. Do any of, of you ever leave school? Branson says to himself in over and while drinking. And uh, funny thing about uh, Branson, which I don't know if we've ever, ever truly found out. Mm-hmm. He comes from Bray County, Wicklow, Ireland. Oh. Do you know who comes from there? No. Finn Balor. Really? The wrestler? Professional wrestler Finn Balor is from Bray County, Wicklow, Ireland. So you think that Branson has an inner demon that he needs to unleash? Maybe. Maybe he's... Oh, Fergal Devitt is a descendant of Branson. Or a cousin. Maybe. I don't know. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah, I I, I like freaked out. I was like, oh, they never really said where... Because, you know, I'm from... My family's from County Cork. Oh. So I always get excited when I hear like... Oh, where are you guys from in Ireland? Where's your family from? And it's like, oh, Bray County Wicklow. I hear that on Monday Night Raw every week. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Well, on to the power rankings. Yeah. Who's down? Who's down for you? Number three is Mosley. Oh, that's fair. I thought he was more in a gray space here. He's not happy. The yeah. thing is, he has this opportunity, but he's miserable about it. Yeah. He's kind of not appreciating the fact that people around him are trying to help him. Mm-hmm. So That's fair. F- yeah, exactly. I, I I have Robert at three. Okay, that's also fair. Because he, he gets cleaned out, and uh, he just kind of looks like a fool for putting the maid, or uh, for putting the singer uh, in the servant's area. Like, he just, you know, he just is not in power again for another week. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that, that's where he is. I got Pat Morat too. Oh yeah, anxiety. She passes out. She gets to see Nelly Mamba though. <laughs> Does she, she still causes a big scene that makes Mister Bates go like, "Mister Patmore has taken ill. And yeah. You're playing a game." I, I like that Patmore asks like, "Will I still be well enough to see Nelly?" And <laughs> Clarkson's like, "I think you should be well enough to see her. Like you know, there's a medical issue that would keep yeah. her from sitting and watching an opera singer." Um, number one's pretty obvious. Well, well, I, you I, use your number two, Branson. 
because he he's feeling pretty he's, displaced. He's lost. Yeah. yeah, that's that's fair. He's very displaced this week. Uh, number one, I mean, come on. Yeah, it's, Anna, it's Anna. Anna. It's a rough go. Anna. It's not fair. It's not fair at all. But who's up? I got Mary at number three. Same here. She's coming back. She she well keep the gramophones out of the room, but she's on the comeback trail. Yeah, and Isabel even admits, you know, like she's got to find happiness in her life. Yeah, she's getting more purpose. She's getting ideas from Gillingham. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's fair. And number two, who do you got? Edith. Okay, that's fair. She she successfully brought Gre- Gregson to the house, and she's having a good time. She's doing okay. Mm-hmm. She's on. She's having a good year so far. All right. Yeah, I got I got Robert at number two. Really? Yeah. Because why? I, he when he says like this is down at full force. I'm like yeah. So he's he's feeling himself. He's feeling like yeah. Back to his and own and the the poker game. You know, like he. He knows he's not going to win, but he doesn't wind up losing money. Well, yeah. Well, he saves his. He gets his bacon saved because of who? My number one. My food. number one too. Gregson. Gregson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He saves the bacon on the week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you, you got to think. If, so if this is down at full force, how many times is Robert there losing money? <laughs> I don't think poker's always down at full force. It's true. It's he's, true. I mean, all these like hunting trips and stuff. Oh, he's yeah. all, he, this is like the machine. You know, he got all his manpower. Yeah. But if down at full force is uh butler or whatever jimmy is with a hurt wrist it's like okay but it's kind of funny like you know this is down at full force they're they're almost understaffed and then they lose a single butler and then they already falls like the oh man we need someone to fill in <laughs> like and it's mosley yeah 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 uh so you need to reassess there <laughs> maybe matthew trimmed too many people from the budget <laughs> yeah uh need to bring a person all the red back. shirts that we never see yeah um before we started this podcast dave you said you watched this episode uh, you know, after the big event yesterday of me running the race and everything, and just like it was a long day, we went. Me and a whole group of us from our town went. Yeah, God, there was like support 15, you. 16 of you there for me. I got it. Honestly, yesterday was the best days of my life. And so you watched this episode last night. I watched this episode this morning. What a harsh turn from yeah, like, not it's not even like a middling episode where nothing happened. Just, <laughs> no. just like bad things happen. It's just a hammer of just the Anna stuff. It's like man, I was feeling so good. Then I just watched this episode. And and uh, I've I've never IMDb'd this. Mm-hmm. Julian Fellows is re- written and created by Julian Fellows in the opening credits. Does yeah. he write the show alone? I he has to have helpers. Aaron, Aaron Sorkin writes is is the one that writes things alone, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, but I think Fellows claims to write all this, but uh, no, I, I think he is f- like the guy behind all of this because it's a lot, and it, it's probably that's why it gets to him. You know, that's why the show kind of takes some uh, turns that are questionable because the the Fellows. Isn't that kind of crazy to think that one guy is in control of all these characters and their fate? It's yeah. It explains a lot. It does explain a lot. Uh, about it's like, why would you choose Anna? Yeah. Well, I guess this gets back to our like our original um, reservations about the show sometimes, too, when we're just like, well, you know, it, it it's not the best show sometimes. It's not the worst show. It's just a good show. It's a good show with a big cast. Yeah. So, no, I'm just looking through IMDb now. He, he is credited as the writer of the episode. He writes all the episodes. Wow. So that explains the, sometimes the varying levels of quality. You know, good good on him for doing so much. Yeah. That's crazy to like own the fate of so many beloved characters by yourself. And for them, to, well, it makes it easier for people to get mad. Because it's like, who yeah, do you, you can, can, you can point, point all of your blame at him? At Julian. So, yeah, Julian. So, yeah, Julian. Uh, we blame you for this. <laughs> 
Go, you played yourself, and you played us with this awful, really too real of a episode. Yeah, when when it goes real, goes bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when it's no longer entertaining, it's just sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you know where to find us. You know how to help us if you can. Yep. Patreon. Please uh, find it on our Facebook or Twitter. Or, or patreon.com slash Lords of Grantham. Yep. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Gmail. We're, we're everywhere if you need us. Vine. No, that doesn't exist anymore. Tout. Doesn't exist anymore either. Yep. Well, look for us there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can look. Now you're going to find anything. But, you know, we're, we're going to keep cranking out the hits here. <laughs> Hopefully next week's a little better. Yeah, hopefully next week. All right. Next time.